Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, Sunday morning on the uh, 3CR, 8.55 on the AM dial, 9.30 every Sunday morning, and we've dusted off the old rabbit. Morning, rabbit, how are you, mate? Good morning, gorilla. Good yep. morning, campo. Good morning, so rabbit. You haven't got mixomatosis around since we last saw you? I did have. I've had mixomatosis. <laughs> I had it. And uh, I'm all right again. Beautiful, mate. And, of course, campo, the, good music, morning, gorilla. the music director. Good morning. Good entrepreneur. Morning. I am, mate. All right, so that's 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 us, and I hope you enjoyed the show. See you next week. No, no, only joking, only joking, only joking. Speak quick. Well, we're, we're going to start talking about the footy, don't we? Jeez, the footy's back on. How good's that? Yeah, how good with Melbourne Storm and the Rabbits? That was unreal. <laughs> very funny, very <laughs> funny. Good game last, when was it? On uh, Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Wednesday the, the night. The Doggies played Melbourne, that was awesome. Good game, and then also Carlton Richmond. Fantastic yep. game uh, on Thursday night. Didn't great like, great didn't, win by the Blues. Didn't great like, win. Didn't like seeing them win. How about, the, um, how about the Bulldogs coach? Didn't he have a bit of a history oh. at the end of the game? How's he going? Has he lost the plot that bloke? Oh, that's what, early in the season, the break. Oh, jeez. Break, you blamed you for losing the grand final a lot. Assassinated a, a, a reporter. I mean, it was, you, Who's been sacked for another, who's been stood down for another reason. Yeah, oh, who knows? Pretty, pretty ordinary, wasn't it, really? But anyway, and the mighty bombers, the mighty bombers. Yeah, hopefully we go all right. No, that was uh, that was yesterday, mate. What was the score? I can't remember. But <laughs> it, was, it was a good win, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go to the crow. Remember, we made some bad mistakes doing oh, that. I'm still 
I'll tell you what, it was fantastic on Thursday night. They were at the G, 75,000 plus people. It was excellent to see everybody out and about again. Exactly. Getting past the COVID, it's great. It's great to see everyone out and about. Hopefully it stays that way. Anyway. It's good that the Carlton fans have finally come out of the rock and been hiding for 15 years. You can smell the mothballs, can't you? You (laughs) Wait till they get done for Sally Cup breaches next year. Actually, don't don't, (laughs) don't laugh. I pulled the scarf out and, um, yeah, she was pretty musty, I've got to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) The moths were eating through it. Oh, beautiful. All right. And, and, and talking about football and, and, and uh, fun and people and, and flags. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, flags. Flags. Apparently now it's illegal to fly the Eureka flag. Now, this has gone on for years. I don't know how much, how many hundreds and hundreds of thousands of taxpayers' uh, money it's cost these court cases, but now they've made it illegal to fly a flag. That's it. That's right. Uh, this week uh, in court, um, no more flags on, uh, on building sites, in particular the Eureka flag. So they say... Um, but you know our, our friendlies will keep doing the right thing. I'm sure we'll we'll wind it up and uh, to be to... continued. And obviously there'll uh, there'll be an appeal. There'll be no doubt that we'll we'll appeal that decision, and we'll just keep batting on as we normally do. But the Eureka flag and uh, any other sort of u- union paraphernalia on clothing and hard hats and all that that's supplied by the employer is uh, deemed illegal. Um, I've got to tell you, the judges uh, absolutely. No friend of ours who uh, handed down the decision, so um, that was uh, no surprise that that happened. But um, we'll box on and uh, we'll we'll keep doing what we do best. Can't believe that. So, so no CFMU flag, no Eureka flag, and <coughs> oh, just any ones I don't like. They can put and up other. There's been over five hundred grand fighting it as well from reports in the paper. It's ridiculous. If that's not telling you, it's just a political attack on us. Yeah. You know, you, you're living in fairyland. Well, it just shows how out of touch they really are because in uh, Friday's paper, there's all the, uh, uh, the the paper coming out, not the employers, the paper's coming out and reporters coming out saying that the bosses have to stand up to the union. They can't let the union on top. I mean, if we have a relationship and they have an agreement with us, they're employees and members of the union, there's an enterprise agreement, it's all done fair, square, it's been negotiated, all in good faith. What business of it is anybody else? I mean, you know. But what damage? I mean, what, what's the point of it all? I don't, I don't understand that because it makes it look like a union job. Well, hello, they're all union jobs, you know. Yeah, and they get built on time, on budget. There's no big deal about it. Everyone's then, got good wages and conditions. And if a bloke's proud to put a flag on his crane when he's operating it, or wear a CFMU top, or you know, union top in general, that's up to the individual. It shouldn't be able to say, well, no, I can't, you can't wear that, you can't do this. Well, the greatest thing is we've got all these employers now saying, approaching the union saying, well, we'll just, we'll just buy union uh, uh, paraphernalia and clobber for our employees and then, they, then we'll give it to them and um, it's, it's part of their clothing issue. We'll give it to them and it's theirs and then they can wear it and uh, we don't necessarily have to technically supply it. So that'll be, that'll be good fun. Um, people, coppers on jobs going around telling people you can't wear that, that top because um, who bought it? Did your boss buy it or did you buy it, you know? So it's just, it's just out of control. John Holland started all this, you know, telling people when they're coming on the job they couldn't wear union paraphernalia and all of that. It didn't turn out too good for uh, I&D because he bought them all I&D shirts. He, I bet he was sorry, sorry he did that when they yeah. were attacking the union office. But you, you, <laughs> you have a look at the disaster. You have a look at the disaster, the, the disastrous uh, relief fund for the floods and the you know the people that re- need real help. And here's the federal government wasting all this money on absolute bullshit. And you got that McBurney, and we said it last week, coming out wanting more money, wanting more money, telling the crossbenchers we've got to keep the tough cough on the beat. 
leading up to the, you know the next election, he's just a grub, and they're just out to kill all our rights and take away our conditions. Well, it was no different with the women's toilet scenario. They went to the highest court in the land. How much did that cost? Mm. Yeah. How much does that cost? Millions, I reckon. But even like you know, we don't get any of the cost back, really, do we? Can no. you know, fighting this thing. It's just just there uh, to sap the union of resources. It's all about we the money. Use, we can use money. better on um, on other stuff. Absolutely, we could. Well, on a lighter note, on a lighter note. There's not too many lighter notes in great, here. I'll give you the tip. The great man Shaky might have passed away, but he's got a greyhound going around in his name. And hello, on St Paddy's Day. It's got up and got the biscuits, the well, doggy biscuits. Ten dollars it's paid. Ten bucks. Bit yeah. shaky. Thanks for coming. Did he get a cheeseburger on the way home? No, he doesn't like cheeseburgers because the pickle. So he gets a pie. He sits in the back of the car on the way home eating the pie. Dog's with, eye with his sunglasses on. You know you can take the pickle out. Can you? Yeah. You can, <laughs> I didn't realise you can actually order. You can order that takeaway food, and you can ask them not to put stuff in it like it's a la carte. I didn't know you were allowed to do oh, that. Gee, fair enough. So, but we've, got, we've made a rule. I think we treated the last hot dog we had a bit too kind because we used to take the dog trailer up. It was air conditioned. Everything. He'd sit in the back of a car. <laughs> but anyway, a uh, bit shaky. Yeah, he's, he's opened his account, um, unlike shaky, because we thought naming him shaky is probably a, a noose around his neck, but he's, he's got the biscuits um, on St. Paddy's Day, paid 10 bucks. So keep an eye out because he'll be coming up in another few weeks, maybe. All right, so that's uh, – and, of course, we've got to talk about St. Paddy's Day. Well, how good was that from our Irish members would have been out and about. I yes, see they're yes. all wearing the CFMU St. Paddy stops, and I think there's still a few available if you get in and get online and get them yeah. all you can. Yeah, there's uh, the, 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 the Irish pubs were heaving. I, I actually drove through St. Gilda the other, on St. Paddy's night. Mate, unbelievable. It's a great day. We, we actually had members of the public coming into the merch shop yesterday just looking for – Irish merch, so we just just normal everyday people. We just we might have to open up an Irish shop. We're walking in. Oh god, they got past that security guard, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, what else we got here? Well, I suppose. What? Where, where are we? Yeah, we could just about. We might cut to the track, go a bit early, but we. I suppose you got something with Irish theme, have you? Yeah, mate. Uh, Foggy Jew, Sinead O'Connor.
All right, I hope you enjoyed that track because we didn't hear it. There's been a bit of a confusion there with the musical director and the, and the, and young Annie. But don't uh, blame the musical director. Don't blame the musical director. All right. <laughs> good. I haven't been on the show for a couple of years. Good to see it's nothing's changed. No, that's running like a like a clock. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, so a bit of bit of news. Uh, Pentridge Village. Geez, that's a, that's an old. Yeah, that's the second longest running case in the Supreme Court ever. Um, it's been going since 2014. Um, and you know we had a death on that site in the in the day, and then they found Ned Kelly's bones, and the union's been blamed for stopping the job and holding it up and losing millions for the the developer. Um, they're on the back foot um, over the last couple of years. Every time we um, get decisions uh, in our favour, so we've got them on the back back foot really really badly at the moment, and um, we gave them an opportunity to back out and uh, and and fly the white flag. They don't want to do that, so we're just going to bat on with that one, and it's um, it's going to break all records for being the the longest case ever, probably in Australia the way it's going. And um, I don't know what they uh, what they're going to get out of it, but anyway, we'll um, to, to be continued. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So they um, they did all these reports and spoke to all the subcontractors about did they lose any money, and they've all got come back and said no, we didn't, and it had nothing to do with the union. Um, even if we did, we got ripped off by the by you the by you the developer. Not it wasn't the union's fault, but they're doing everything they can to try and turn it round on us, and uh, it's not working at this stage, and it's not going to work. And um, they've had three or four different lawyers um, look at it, and uh, the law, law firms just keep walking away from them all the time. And uh, hopefully the the one they've got at the moment's seeing the writing on the wall. And uh, I, I don't know who's funding their uh, their legals. Probably the federal government, who knows? Um, anyway, to be continued. Yeah, well, it's a, as you say, it's a, it's a bit of a circus, really, isn't it? You know? Yeah, absolute circus. All right, and pro build, we um, we'd have to. Um, sounds like someone snoring. snoring there. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, when I listen to the show on Sunday, you can hear someone snoring, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like he's going to sleep. He might have. The musical director has gone to sleep on his music. Let me tell you. Oh, please. Um, pro build, yeah. Well. Um, that's a sort of a ongoing saga, but uh, I think by the time this this show goes to air, maybe there'll be some good news. Maybe with uh, Roberts Roberts um, Roberts Co. Roberts Co. Roberts Co. Builders from Sydney. Yeah, it's they, a, they look like the favourites to take over the whole show, and uh, well, not the whole show, Victoria, and and not all the jobs. But it's a bit it's a bit um, you know a bit bit confusing. But some of the jobs he's not taken over, but the developers are going to finish them and, and pay the boys. It's it's a it's a uh, Bit of a mixed bag, isn't it? Absolutely. We're very, very lucky here in Victoria that uh, all the jobs, bar one, uh, have been picked up and they're going to fire up. So our members have been extremely lucky there that um, they'll continue employment. There'll be a couple, obviously, because um, one of the jobs will not uh, proceed. But Roberts Co. from uh, from New South Wales, from Sydney, they're the original family who started Multiplex and uh, they're coming to town and uh, they want a relationship as they all do with the union because they want their jobs done uh, on time and on budget and safely safely absolutely safely number 1 and um so those jobs are going to fire up very shortly so that's um out of a really bad situation i guess um something good has come out of it and uh, and that's all because of the union because of the the work we've done in the background don't believe anything you hear that uh they seem uh, tried blaming Seeker in the papers yeah, for going black. Yeah, I couldn't believe that yeah, yeah. Um, Could so, blame someone. So the oh. the amount of work the union's done to um, get those deals over the line and get get those blokes and uh, men and women um, back to work um, in the short t- time frame is just amazing. And uh, congratulations to all involved who who were part of all, all all 
getting all that back on track. It's fantastic. And they got the members in there on Friday, had a bit of a barbecue for the boys and explained what was going on. Yep, yep. Yeah, had a big, big cook-up on uh, Thursday, it was, actually. Oh, Thursday, and, uh, Thursday, yeah. and uh, there were several people there and several speakers and management and all that were there, and that just goes to show that when, we all, when we're working together, we can, we can move mountains, and it was a great, great result, but it's not, not quite over yet. The subcontractors will need some cleaning up and some, some work done, but um, at, at least it's on the way up. And uh, all the Victorian jobs were making money, weren't they? It was obviously- oh, not all of them. Yeah, not all of them. Ninety-five percent of them. Yeah, but that, there's one. One was a you know, the, the Chinese developers. We could explain. You could explain why that one was bad. I will tell you. But um, and also uh, we had a mob in Queensland go belly up. What were they? What were they? Condev. 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 Yeah. Did you know? Did you know? For yeah. That when I was up there, they were all EBA, but I don't yeah. know what their status is are, now. Yeah. But they were doing big jobs at the time. Made more developer builders. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, and we've also had uh, from Geelong, Norris Plant Hire um, have gone into voluntary administration. We're not sure yet who the administrator is, but that is an absolute mess, and that'll need to be cleaned up over the next week or so. So uh, about about 140 employees um, all over Geelong and Melbourne, and um, we're uh, we're on top of that one right now. Still finding out information from the uh, from the owner, who's uh, you know. Been pretty hard to get hold of. One owner, one owner, I think. Yep, yep. So we'll um, we'll get to the bottom of that at some stage. Hopefully, in the next couple of days, find out who's who in the zoo and who owes what and who's been doing what to somebody else and who's not paying. Obviously, I think a few of the subbies and the builders. I think this. I think we're going to hear from a few more. You know, by the end of this year, are starting to really feel the effects with COVID. Also, the a lot of the subbies are price jobs two years ago, and all the products are going up. And the developers and the builders are holding them to these contracts. Yeah. And it's the stuff they priced two years ago, you know. So. Well, that, that's what happened, exactly what you're saying there, Campo. That, that's what happened, that one job that ProBuild wasn't making money. It was one of the big one in the city. I'm not sure of the name of it, but they, they had um, Chinese developers and they held them strictly to their contract uh, through COVID. And everything. I mean, it's pretty tough, isn't it? I mean, you know. And some of the subbies didn't get didn't get JobKeeper or all that. They were trying to, couldn't get it. You know, the smaller ones are getting hurt. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's right. And uh, all the building products, well, obviously there's problems in China with COVID at the moment, so there's massive delays on bench tops and glass and tiles steel. and steel and timber and all sorts of things, which is pushing the price up uh, and it's making it untenable. So you're, you're right there, Campo. Um, the subbies are really suffering. Prices of containers are doubled to get them in, the price, you know, so... The job out at, uh, out at uh, Chadston, they uh, put the crane up. They actually worked on the RDO out there because they had to because they're obviously a shopping centre. They paid the the price to do that, and then the, then the crane went up, and the steel didn't come because they, they they're getting the they're getting the beams, but not the columns. <laughs> oh, you get half of it, yeah. But beams are no good without columns. So, so it's another... and from where I haven't done I haven't done rigging for a long, long time, gorilla. But I think you need the columns before you can put the beams up. Is that right? Well, I think so. But um, <laughs> so yeah. the other the other thing I would say: check all your apps. Get on your Inkalink app. Get on your Coinvest app. CBus, and make sure everything's up to date because they're the first things not to get paid. And if they're not, if they're behind, get onto your steward or get onto the union, and we'll chase it up. First thing they don't pay. That's right. All right. Um, I suppose my, uh, we could go on scallywags now, couldn't we? I suppose if you want to. What about uh, Pro Dynamic? Pro Dynamic? They're not paying anything. So God love them. So that's pretty yeah. much slavery, yeah, isn't no. it? Tiles. <laughs> if you don't pay anything, and you know the boys are there just doing it for free. It's um, yeah, no, that's what you do. Close to slavery. Yeah. So yeah, good on you, yeah, Pro Dynamic. So how do you sort them out? Well, you start by getting them paid. I think that's our first step, is to get them paid. Yeah, not paying anything. Yeah, well, I'd yeah. like to see the ABCC chasing them up. So. Well, yeah. 
No, we, we, we actually don't want them doing it because they won't do it properly. They don't know what to do. So, <laughs> too much hard work. Yep. Uh, the Department of Transport. Transport. Calling the um, being a bit of scallywag behaviour there, calling the police on officials just doing their job. Jeez. The Department of Transport. Yeah. Jeez, that's pretty ordinary. I don't know what they've done. The Department <laughs> of Transport's given them a. But you uh, wonder, you wonder how they gave calling coppers on union officials. They must be, you know, you go to the local pub after the work. Oh, hey, how was your day? Oh, not bad. I called the coppers on the union officials. You get them locked up. Well, what for? Because it just chases the boys' wages and safety conditions. And, yeah, yeah. Make sure the safety's there. So what you do is just ring the coppers. We don't want that happen. Pretty ordinary. Pretty ordinary. And the old manufacturing division of the CFMEA. The toothless tiger. The toothless tiger. Because all they're good for is money, isn't it? The old labour flag waivers. Labour, labour, labour. Don't worry about the members. Just just make sure we get money for the Labour Party. Yeah, the squatters. Pay nothing. Pay no bills. He's got to hire people in the background to nod their heads. He's one of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very ordinary. Toothless tiger. RCPA. Uh, Winslow? Uh, Winslow, yeah. Owned by Winslow, precast mob. Sacked a bloke for joining the union. Exposed workers to silicosis. The amenities had never been cleaned. The whole joint was a disgrace. And there was no lights in the female toilets, even though there was females there. And the response from management was, she can use the light on her phone. And there was no toilet paper. Well, she can use her bra. That was the response of management. Oh, you're joking. So, it's getting it, worse, isn't it? And like I said, the, the joint was a pigsty. The way the, the management spoke, you know, they're just out and out grubs. And the way they're treating females is unbelievable. Jeez, that's, that's hard to toss that one, I'll tell you. Suki Lala. So we've got a good good feel of the scallywags. Suki Lala, C&G, Ranch. Yeah, 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 C&G. SRG. SRG. No, no, that's next. C&G. What are we looking for? Oh, oh, that's not, with, I've, uh, I've written the wrong one down. <laughs> We're not sucking, mate. Jeez, I'm on the ball today, aren't I? SRG? Yeah, yeah. I know what that was from, but it doesn't Yeah, no, no, well, yeah. we can't mention that. SRG, you're right, Rabbit. I said SRG. Oh, well, he said SRG. No, no I was just listening at the meeting. Oh, okay. That pre-meeting you have? I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I'm nominating you for Scallywag. We're going back on that. But um, Anyway, what's, S- hap- what's happening in SRG? Elected the delegates, got the got a new delegate there, elected, and um, the company reckons gonna, he's going to send them broke. Tried to send him to South Australia, said he's going to send us broke by other delegates. So if you, you sailing that close to the wind, you must be going pretty bad. Yeah, all right. Well, that's about all the sookie lalas we've got now. Well, Luke Beveridge, you got to give him one. Oh, Luke Beveridge. Yeah, we've got to mention him. Western Bulldogs. That's one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Bit of carry on it. And you got the big chopper, mate. You can't sook when you've got a big mate. No, 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 no. He's got ears, though. No, no, you know, no ears, but anyway. Um, all right, so that's that's about it. So who are we going for scullywags that can't beat the, uh, the RCPA Winslow with the women's toilets? No, nah, you can't beat that. Nah. Unbeatable. Unbeatable. Walk-up star. We'll have to get the name of the bloke too so we can really shit can him. And, uh, well, SRG, I suppose. SRG. For the, the Sookie Lala. So we've got a bit of time left. Have we got any um, any anything we've got to remind the members of? Any meetings coming up or any... Oh. Here's the training centre going, Rabbit. I know oh, you yeah, look they, after that. Give a report about the new... Um... Tra- training centre's going really, really well with the retirement of Ann Duggan. We've got our new guy there, Stephen Deer. He's um, setting the pace. He's going really well. Um, there's already some courses they're looking at, not just looking at, they're going to happen. 
uh, some afternoon courses after work, uh, in particular Certificate 4 of OH&S. There's a number of members and delegates and so forth that have approached us about doing something. Uh, when, they, when they knock off work, they'd like to um, upskill. So we've got that happening. The training unit's now open on every single RDO. So training will be conducted on all RDOs. We've taken the, um, the traffic management. Um, uh, we're doing that ourselves pretty much now. So that can happen. We can be more responsive when people will uh, call up. Um, at the back of house, you, there'll be, you won't have to fill in paperwork anymore. You'll be able to get online. You'll be able to book your course online. And when you can't turn up, you just tell us you're not, you're not turning up and rebook yourself in for another course. And then the person who's waiting will get an automatic message to say there's a space filled up. So all these phone calls going backwards and forwards and everything like that, it's all all going to be um, all modernised, um, streamlined, so so to speak. So he's um, he he's he seems to have settled in very well, um, and that was obviously like probably the one of the key positions in in our uh, in our organisation at the union, and um, very happy with the way it's going so far. Mind you, it's only early doors, so if you're listening, Stephen, um, mate, I'm not going the early crow on you just yet, mate, but um, you, you're going all right so far. And um, obviously it's good to go down there and uh, everyone seems pretty happy there and um, onwards and upwards for our, uh, our, our training unit because we will be... Um, our shop stewards courses, our OHS courses and our first aid courses will return back to Elizabeth Street where um, those on-site people will be coming back to the head office to do their training in our new facility, which is uh, underway at the moment and will be ready by the end of 2023. Um, so that's all all very good. So we're very happy with the way that's going at the moment and um, that's highlighted by the amount of people that are booking in to do their uh, short courses, whether it's first aid, OHS, um, the high-risk stuff. So very good. Very good, Rabbit. It's a good report. Good to have you back on the show, mate. Dusted you off, got the uh, fleas out of you, and uh, you've done a good job. So we'll go on the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you lose. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang. We're going out with Bob Marley Redemption.
listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.